The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode of the Highlander Podcast, we talk with Steve Puertas, a senior industrial designer at Blackstone Products, a Logan-based outdoor cookware company. We talk about how he got into designing for the outdoors, outdoor cooking, and what the outdoor industry has taught him. Today, I'm joined with Steve Puertas, who is an industrial designer at Blackstone Products. But your formal title, um, you lead the design team, so you'd be a senior industrial designer for Blackstone. Yep, pretty much my my title is industrial design manager. Okay. Then we have three full-time industrial designers under me and that's great. And Blackstone Products is based here in Cache Valley. Yes. Which is exciting. And what is it that Blackstone makes? What do you guys design? Uh, so everything and anything outdoor cooking. So mainly riddles, uh, but we also do a lot of grills. And, um, and uh, we have our eyes in other, in other venues too. And so just watch out for us because uh, we want to do everything <laughs> yeah. we can. But uh but, you know, um, uh, we do a lot of accessories, too, along with those other cooking units. Uh, we do have a pizza oven as well, um, but uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to use. But, like that. And, but yeah, anything outdoors. And you get to test it all, which is fun. We get to test everything. So, the fun, you know, one of the funnest part of my job is because we design, we get prototypes. And the only way to test those is by cooking on those. Well, for course. sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds rough. Yeah. Um, so a little bacon and burgers. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, sounds like a fun day at work. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, so we mentioned a little bit what your role is with the company, but you're a senior industrial designer. You manage a team of industrial designers, and ultimately, what does that mean? What does an industrial designer do specifically at Blackstone Products? What are you responsible for? Uh, so, like I said before, so I have a team. Uh, we usually also have an intern every semester. So I manage all this, uh, this day-to-day responsibilities, you know, coordinating projects with the team. Uh, we meet each week. Uh, we discuss what we're going to do. Then uh, we report to my immediate supervisor, the VP of product development on our weekly tasks. Uh, we also have fun times as um, uh, we have sketching days, you know, very often we have sketching, you know, we call it a sketch session on Fridays and we just get together and sketch concepts as a group. Um, but uh, a lot of what we do on the day to day is just basically anything in the industrial design process. Uh, of course, uh, sketching to do concepts is very, very um, normal, very common at Blackson. We sketch tons and tons of pages. <laughs> Still, analog is pretty good, but uh, some of our um, designers have um, digital uh, tablets, 
whack up and stuff. So that's fine. It's preference. But we look into, you know, what's out there. We do a lot of research based on um, what's out there, or, you know, market research or market or petition. Uh, we try to get inspiration from all of sources. And so designing, 3D modeling, prototyping, you know, we have a 3D printer there. So it's a lot of fun, actually. So it's I mean, you're just working daily to come up with new concepts for to, to improve the way people cook outside. It sounds yes. like. And yes. what what is it about um, Blackstone? What what do you like about working for an outdoor brand like Blackstone that's in the outdoor yeah. market? Yeah, the thing about Blackstone, um, obviously, before I came to Blackstone, um, I didn't know much about Blackstone um, when I started posting online for an industrial design job. Um, I didn't know anything, but uh, I clicked on their website. And so once I saw everything that they did, uh, I was more excited about working with outdoor accessories like spatulas and bacon presses and such, um, you know, more than, you know, big cooking units. And so that's kind of like, that's when I thought, oh, I should be doing that. That's so cool, you know, because I saw um, that a lot of the designs, you know, they have their they had a lot of room for improvement. And so um, so once I got here, I realized that Blackstone products offer something that not many, you know, that a lot of companies would actually kill for in my mind, <laughs> which is uh, something that's already out there with our products. So if you take our 36 inch griddle, for example, um, you understand that once you start using it, that is so easy to use, uh, and that um, compare if you compare our griddle to maybe a traditional charcoal grill or whatever, uh, like that, uh, our griddle, uh, you actually feel like you want to share that experience with people, and it's just it's almost like an automatic feeling, and I can't really explain it. Um, maybe it might be because you know it offers you a 360 use of the of the product, but. Uh, uh, whether a traditional grill, you feel like, oh, you know, this is my domain. It's usually the dad who's on the side of the, of the family party cooking. So no one wants to touch that, right? So, and it's completely opposite with the grill. So it offers a unique experience that really, really brings, you know, people together in a way that I haven't seen it before. Yeah. So when I first went, when I got my first grill and I tested it, you know, I feel like the king, like the king of the outdoor cooking, you know. <laughs> Uh, experience because I wanted to share that with my neighbors, with my family. My neighbor I got a griddle too, so he was super excited for that. And so, so it's just you know it was just a it's just an exciting feeling, right? You kind of alluded to this a little bit, but have you seen some of the products that you've designed come to market and seen them out in the wild? And and how does that feel seeing people interact with the product that you created? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. It's been fun. And it's really, really an exciting feeling to see products that you can see in the market. Um, you can see you can see our products in a lot of places. Uh, mainly, uh, lately, we have a lot of uh, Walmart uh, uh, products at Walmart, and um, we have a unit that is a combo unit that I worked on, which is a griddle uh, combined with uh, two burners on the side, which has a big tap fryer, and so and that was a major hit for Walmart. Uh, I think it was the best seller for many months, if not already. Um, and so it's just exciting to see that if you add 
you know, you're innovation uh, and you put something that's new that haven't been in the market before. Um, because yeah, now you have a griddle that, you know, you can make burgers and fries at the same time and that's kind of kind of going crazy. Um, and just seeing that it's successful and, you know, it's doing super well. Uh, just, yeah, it's a good feeling of, of accomplishment. So that's pretty good. It's a, that's a good feeling. Oh, that's great. Um, this podcast, we like to talk to, to people who uh, work in the outdoor industry, and um, some people might not consider outdoor cooking part of the outdoor industry, but I think it, it absolutely is. And, and sometimes the industry has a problem, uh, just I think too often the outdoor industry says that this is the way that you have to participate in the outdoors or be outside. And uh, why can't outdoor cooking be one of those activities that, that gets people outside. And you mentioned outdoor cooking is one of those things that, that draws people in and, and creates mm-hmm. a place where people get together and spend time outside and enjoy good food. And yeah. uh, how does it feel being a part of the industry and create products like that that help people get outside and come together? Oh, yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, it's because it's actually part of the outdoor industry that uh, it made me you know, want to try this job out. Um, we actually have now. It's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned this because we we're working on the line that's called the Adventure Ready Series, mm. and so it's mainly small devices, you know, for the outdoor enthusiasts. So if you like to go camping or boarding and things like that, uh, so we're doing a lot of things coming up for that. So, but, so uh, more the camping, the backpacking market. Yeah, um, um, backpacking probably not yet, but we'll probably get there someday. Oh, that's exciting! Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, how did you first get involved in design and, uh, when did you first realize that, um, that's something that you wanted to be a part of and you wanted to create products? Yeah. Um, when growing up, uh, first of all, I never knew I was going to go into design until I went to college. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I knew a little bit about design before, um, but growing up, uh, uh, I, I, I love to sketch, I love drawing. Uh, I remember having my own comic book, you know, I sketch my own characters and my own comic books and I like to sketch superheroes and such. So my family always thought, oh yeah, you know, that was going to be an architect. So they always said that you should be an architect, you know. So I had architect in the back of my mind growing up. And so I grew up in Peru. So when I came here to the U.S. after I graduated high school, and it was time for me to then college. Uh, well, I had architecture in, in the back of my mind, so uh, University of Utah had an architecture program, and uh, BYU had an industrial design program. You know, when I was in high school, I learned about BYU because uh, Brigham Young University, because they had a they're just across the street from my high school, so we went on a, on a field trip, and I saw this cool car renderings, renderings, and senior show, and. That's how I found out about industrial design, not necessarily that I wanted to be a designer, because I thought to myself, that's so nice to see all these nice renderings of, you know, cars. And, but I never thought I could do that. That's just so nice. So, so, so slick looking. But, uh, at the end of the day, um, industrial design was still my plan B and I ended up going to be doing instead. So, so that's how I tried industrial design because, uh, uh, it was easier for me to go to BYU than Utah, and that was my plan B, so that was my only choice. <laughs> uh, 
And so that's how I, tr I tried the freshman classes. Um, they start they start you with uh, all the basic 2D design uh, principles, and that wasn't my favorite. You know, uh, uh, I wasn't doing pretty good. I'm not the best at graphics, I guess, and understanding 2D principles. And it was hard because I grew up without a computer in Peru, and everything was done on a computer. You know, an Illustrator, mm -hmm. and I had to learn how to use computer programs in college. <laughs> and so it, it was tough for me because I'm not technically inclined that way. And so I, I was really close to, to leave the program or you know, to try because it was just the freshman year. But once I went to the 3D phase of uh, those classes, I started working in hands and then 3D models. That's when I fell in love with it. And I knew that I found something that was really unique and special that I can really do well with it. I think that's the really cool thing about design in general. And and uh, you don't have to have all the fancy tools to be a designer, mm -hmm. right? And it seems like that's why a lot of designers still work with pencil and paper. It's like a really cheap way to just get your ideas down on yeah. paper, right? And get your ideas out there. And, and a lot of designers seem like they prototype their ideas in cardboard, something mm -hmm. else that's really cheap, and they start getting like, working with their hands. And so that's really interesting um, that anyone can be a designer. You know, the, the, the tool doesn't have to be the thing that keeps you from designing. You can design with really cheap things that are around you. Um, do you mind talking a little bit about um, your experience working with outdoor products? Um, I know now you're in it every day and working on outdoor cooking products. I know you you created some outdoor products, a tent product that you worked on when you were going to school. What's your experience been working with outdoor products previously? Yeah, so uh, I had a tent concept uh, that I, it was for uh, in case it were to be displaced. You know, it was a origami style tent. That uh, could be stored, you know, in case of emergencies, it could be used uh, for the masses. Um, but like you just said, it was really fun to work with my hands and do physical prototypes that way too. And working the early stages with with cardboards and and going out and testing those outside. It's just something different about just going outside, <laughs> going in the open air and testing your products. Um, experience that I work too, just going outside and. And they see probably something just different about being out there in the outdoors. Kind of, kind of makes you feel young, alive. I guess I don't know. But um, so working in working school, it was fun to to work for. You know, having a, a product that is not just for the outdoors, but also that can benefit uh, uh, people in the outdoor setting. And uh, I didn't go into soft goods too much, and something I wish I would have done when I was in, in school. And I sing in your students. So I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll pick up some soft goods, you know, a new skill here in the future. But uh, uh, there's something about just working on the products that uh, makes you really, really excited about. What what inspires your designs? Where does your inspiration come from when you're working on an outdoor product? Um, how do you find inspiration? Yeah. So um, first, first, we try to find, you know, figure out who the user is. So basically, we have to create a persona, uh, understand uh, what this uh, particular persona is all about, you know, who this person is, you know, uh, what they do for a living, um, the circumstances are, the, um, the 
culture. So depending on what category we're designing for, uh, we use Pinterest a lot. We do mood boards uh, to create mood boards. Uh, so Pinterest is your friend. Uh, definitely a good way to start. And you don't have to like, so if I'm doing, you know, working on a griddle or a grill, it's portable. You don't have to look at all the grills and grills out there. I mean, you can look at any source, look at nature, for example. You can look at transportation design, shoe design. You can look at anything that can influence your design as long as they you know, aesthetically match what you're trying to do. So how do you stay creative? How do you, working with grills and griddles, how did you take something that maybe, I, I think it was interesting you mentioned that one thing that attracted you to Blackstone was that you saw that there were improvements that could be yeah. made. Um, how do you, now that you've made some of those improvements, how do you keep improving on, yeah, on that's, designs? That's, that's kind of easy because by Blackstone, even now, still a lot of improvements to be done because uh, once when, when I got there, they didn't have a industrial designer. They haven't had any designer before. Mostly, everything has been mostly engineered. And um, once they got me on board, they saw the value of a designer. Improve the look and feel of their products. And so how, that's how we started to really think. Now, little by little, you're starting to see, uh, especially now on accessories, that we change from more of a, you know, a style that's a little bit out, uh, outdated to more that uh, uh, kind of represents more the sleek and ragged look that an uh, outdoor scene, you know. Could represent in your design, so um, you have a lot of accessories are starting to change that style, and you're gonna little by little you're gonna start to see those um, in big units as well. And like I said, so we improve a lot of things. There's still a lot of room for improvements, and so um, in you know, in the staying staying creative part, um, like I said earlier, you know we do a ton of sketching. That's a good way to. <laughs> Stay creative, just ideate a lot of things, quick and rough. And um, once we stay, once we get prototypes back, we do a lot of testing with them. And I tell you, when you're doing testing on your prototypes, that's where a lot of uh, innovation happens. It's so, once you start actually using the product using and product, figuring out what you exactly. like or don't like or mm -hmm. what you wish it had, mm -hmm. um, it's just it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that once you start using Project design and testing it. Um, that's what true innovation happens. And so we use a lot of our our designs and innovative features in our designs so being uh, have come to fruition because of testing. Right. And so that's one way to stay creative was testing. Right. That's great. Um, do you, you mentioned this a little bit, but uh, what is your job like day to day? What is a what does a normal yeah. day look like for you at Blackstone? Okay, so I just get to work and yeah, obviously go through my emails, <laughs> see what's going on there, uh, trying to get that done first. Um, I uh, I try to get with each member of the team and see what they're doing, see if they need any help, and see what I can do to help them accomplish the projects for the week. We get together also very often for design reviews. And so what that means is just we just get together and they're working on a phase of their project. Let's say they started with ideation, which is sketching. We get together and kind of 
do a little critique and see what they can do to define or refine that uh, the, their direction. And and then uh, we also do a lot of three modeling. We use um, SolidWorks, um, everything we do is in, uh, using that program, and a lot of cooking. <laughs> a lot of cooking. So I wasn't much of a cook, but we do a lot of cooking. We had uh, we celebrate everything, but um, we test everything. You know, we test. Uh, you know, we do a lot of fries. We do a lot of burgers and steaks. And so now you're a pro. Yeah, I'm a pro. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, so what what um, what keeps you in the outdoor industry? What what excites you most about working in the outdoor industry? Um, yeah. Well, just working in an uh, industry that, you know, pushes to be out there, um, to be outgoing, you know, yeah, working in an industry that's uh, naturally outgoing kind of, you know, helped me uh, step out of the box or out of my comfort zone, I guess. Uh, so I wasn't necessarily the most outgoing person going into this industry. But it's been fun. It's been fun uh, being able to I love working with my team in this industry as well because we get to go outside and, and play a lot. And, uh, and also there's a opportunity for other outdoor style uh, products. And that's just anything that has to do with outdoors and you're a designer. It's just it's a very exciting thing. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, a lot of friends. and. Are not doing anything in the indoor industry right now. And I ask them if they're happy or if they want to, or if they're looking for a job, and they, they tell me yes. And they usually say they want to do something in the outdoor industry, whether it's sports or whether it's fishing, camping, the, that side of things. So it's definitely a fun industry to be a fun. part of. <laughs> um, so, how do people stay in touch with you personally? Uh, people want to see your work or or they want to learn more about Blackstone, oh, yeah. how, how can they reach you and how can they reach Blackstone? Yeah, so I have a Instagram account. It's a Design Dreamer, a Design Dreamer, um, blackstoneproducts.com. And uh, yeah, my email is uh, steve at blackstoneproducts.com. I also have an LinkedIn page. You can just type my name, Steve Portas. <laughs> Uh, if you Google my name, you can get to my Behancy page pretty easily. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've seen your work and it's incredible. And so everyone ought to follow you and check out all your, your beautiful work and um, it's worth your time. So thanks again for coming up and taking time to talk yeah, to us. Thank this you. Great. Well, thank you. Thanks, Chase. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Highlander podcast. Subscribe and listen for more outdoor stories and content wherever podcasts are found on highlanderbag.com and each Sunday at 4 p.m. on Aggie Radio, 92.3 FM in Cache Valley.